Welcome back to a new week of the podcast, guys. Okay, so this week I'm talking to you guys about books three and four in the Elder Braces um, series by Thea Harrison. Um, a few weeks ago, I talked about books one and two, uh, and so I kept reading. I think, from what I recall, there are a total of nine or ten books. Um, but I read books three and four. Now, I'm going to start off by saying this. I finished books one and two, immediately started book three, and like, I want to say got maybe like 10% in and somehow got stuck. Um, it just was like, eh, and I just couldn't do it. But I was curious to like, see like how it ended. So eventually I was like, nah, girl, like you just, you just got to power through. You just got to power through to read to, to find out what happens. And once I was able to get through to about like 30, 40% of the book in, I was, I became a bit more invested and then like, you know, sort of flew through it and then immediately like started book four and book four, I feel like definitely held my attention a lot more in some ways than book three. You're probably going, hey, what are the names of these books? So book three is called Serpent's Kiss. Serpent's Kiss. Yes, yes. Kiss of a Serpent. Yeah. And then book four is Oracle's Moon. Um, So in case you're like, I wonder what these, uh, the you know, it's not literal because book three, um, our main couple, uh, we've got Rune, who's a griffin sentinel, right? First to first sentinel for uh, Culebre from book one. And Carling, uh, former vampire queen and, you know, elder tribunal council person um, who we... Do we meet her in book one? I think we meet her in book mainly in book two. Um, so book three is focused on the two of them. I think it's really interesting, um, that we're seeing the weir, the weir, the weir, I don't know. It's W-Y-R, and I want to say weir, um, mating with non-weir, I mean, yeah, along those lines. Um, so it's sort of this, like, inter- interspecies or inter whatever um because homegirl carling is a vampire now this book um i think did something really interesting with time travel i'm not a big time travel person like i there's really like one time travel i like actually read and enjoyed um and i spoke about it a while back actually um, it's li- like, it's li- usually I run away from time travel books or something about them. They aggravate me. They piss me off. The only time travel you ask me for a time travel wreck, the only time travel wreck you're getting from me, um, is Three Star Island by Kat Kahlberg. That is the only one. I don't know what sh- she did some shit there. And I'm like, yes, that by all means, but this, the, usually speaking i see or hear of time travel being used in a story and i'm like um but in this book it's not like all the whole but there are instances of 
time travel or of bending of time whatever and I at first I was like wait what's going on but once I understood it I was like oh this is interesting okay this is unexpected hmm I yes yes okay yes um and Rune and Carlin together really works for me at first I was like oh she's so like not what I expected um but the more we see them they just really really fit and their history the way that they're tied together I thought was really really well done really sort of cool I will say the end of the book felt to me at least kind of unfinished because I feel like we end the book they're I mean they're together for sure but there's still so many questions I have and so I wonder if that's because they will be showing up in future books as sort of like additional backstory to everything that's going on or backdrop or whatever secondary or tertiary sort of arc um but like I said the first probably 10-15 percent I was like I don't know if I can do this and I don't know what it was because books one and two I was like yeah and then book three I was kind of like ooh. but once I got to the 35 I want to say 40 percent mark then I was like all all in um and I really really enjoyed the end even though I still was like bad all questions right now book four right oracle's moon we've got the now okay it's spelled d-j-i-double-n right I say Dijin. so you might be like I said it's just Jean or Jean like genie but I'm like I'm gonna see the d and the j and I'm gonna say Dijin. if you're like but that's wrong okay cool I'm still saying Dijin. <laughs> because I'm a weirdo so we've got Dijin Khalil and Grace who is the oracle so we meet the you know Khalil the Dijin, um in book three because he owes favors to Carling the vampire queen and she calls in her favors um throughout the book and so that's how we first meet him and I thought it was really really interesting because him and grace it's like grace is a human but grace has this like crazy oracle power and there's just it's interesting because up until this point everyone has been moral is has been immortal when you know power from whatever 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 and then all of a sudden we've got this like human woman um there were a few moments where i felt like she was more abrasive than was necessary um and i was kind of like girl if you don't but overall, I did like her. And I feel like the pace of this one, I feel like the pace of this book of Oracle Moon, I preferred way more to the pace of Serpent's Kiss. Um, and so there wasn't really a point where I like stopped and was like, I can't do this. I was just like, yeah, what's going on? What's going on? What's going on? Um, tell me more. Tell me more. Tell me more. Now, there is this interesting moment that like, so Grace sort of challenges the traditions around the oracle the power of the oracle and what that means for the individual who wields that power and she sort of changes like how that looks like and what it means in this book and you're all gonna laugh but it immediately made me think of um I don't know if this is a true story or if this is one of those like here's an example of you know like uh why you shouldn't why certain why you should question certain things but there's um the story of like how there was a family 
you know, the turkey was always cut up. Like, they never roasted a whole turkey together. It was always in pieces. And, you know, the great-granddaughter is like, I'm going to, you know, do a whole turkey. And it's like, how can you, like, change that? Like, this is tradition. And great-grandma's alive. And finally, she's kind of like, okay, great-grandma, like, I don't, like, I really want to just roast it entirely. Like, is that okay that I'm, like, ruining this, like, family tradition? And great-grandma was basically like, yo, girl, like, the only reason I had to chop it up into, like, smaller whatever portions and roast it that way is because I didn't have a, like, something big enough to hold an entire turkey. So I had to cut it down. And so I immediately thought of that when... Uh, during the parts where Grace is dealing with the oracle power because there is so much that she has been told this is how things have to be this is the only way things can be and then as she starts to really like investigate and work with that power she realizes like well is that maybe that wasn't ever true it was just what was done at the beginning because maybe the person at that time felt that that was best than that got passed down as being the the only sort of way of doing things when that isn't necessarily the reality um so I I enjoyed that um I'm very this and I don't know if this is sort of happening on purpose in the series where things feel like it's ended but not like fully ended um because it's an ongoing series and the expectation is that we'll see these characters again i mean in this book we do see culebre and pia from book one very briefly um wait do they show up in this one or do they show up in book three culebre and pia show up in book three culebre does show up by himself in book four um but for example we don't see tiago and ninian or yeah we don't see them at all. We haven't seen them since their book in book two. And they're very briefly, if not at all, mentioned in um, definitely in book four. I don't think they're mentioned. They're mentioned in book three. Now, it makes sense that they would be mentioned in book four because our two main characters in book four have really no actual ties to Tiago and Ninian, right? Khalil's connection is to Carling. Carling is connected to Rune, and Rune is the one who's connected to Tiago. Grace is connected to no one, essentially. The Oracle is separate. Whether or not, not that stays the same is something that will be seen in the, you know, going forward. But up until this point, the Oracle is separate from all of these other um, elder races. Um, so. I am enjoying this paranormal world because it is different, obviously, from other paranormals I've read. I think it's really interesting that Thea Harrison is like, you've got shapeshifters, right? The weirs, uh, the weirs who uh, can shift from their animal or their, they can shift from a human form to a different form, right? Because when we think of it, like the sentinels themselves, like Tiago is the thunderbird, right? Uh, Rune is the kind of griffin that he is he head of an eagle in the body of a lion right so this is also like you know not just like you're straight up like wolverine you know like switch from wolf to what no girl like this is on a wholly different level um so it's really interesting and to see like like 
in this world, like witches are human and they've got magical powers, but they're human. So they're not necessarily an other world or other worldly race as the, you know, Dijinar and the light fae and the dark fae who those are like, they are not human, right? Witches are human. They've just got magical powers. Um, so I think it's been really interesting to sort of see how this world is crafted. Uh, this book, what city is this set in? Do I? I know that there's like mention of them going to Florida where Rune and Carly are, but they're not in Florida. This, I don't remember what city it's set in. It's set somewhere in the U.S. I want to say Midwest. Um, is it Louisiana or am I making that up? I don't remember. Um, but I did enjoy the, the books and I'm now, you know, like, um, I have book five on hold because <sighs> sadly, no, none of my public, like, none of my public libraries have a copy of the book. Um, and so I am waiting for the fifth book to to come into my life and that's lord's fall which uh we go back to um dragos aka culebre and pia and then book six right um what is book six book six kinked we're going to get um the harpy Ariel, we're gonna get her book which from the moment i saw her on the page i was like mm, so when does she get a book and how does that happen and um she's gonna be with a new sentinel quentin who we do meet i believe in book one he is connected to pia so i'm that's book six so i'm kind of like oh okay so that's what's coming okay cool interesting um but yes uh that that was because i'm trying to think i mean other than like just you know basking in last guard magicness and nalini singh wonderfulness those were the two books that i um mainly read i also read the short uh from avita vice uh which one did i read i read feed that's it which is really interesting it's it's really short it's not long um it's on kindle unlimited and i was kind of like i didn't i mean i wasn't 100 percent sure what to expect um it's, it's not uh it says it's 48 pages so when i said short i mean short guys um it, it's whole title is feed an erotic monster romance songs with benefits by Vita Vice. And let me read the blurb to you because I want to. This monster wants to get under more than just her skin. A Viren has a dirty little secret. She hates her fake coworker, but that's no surprise. Not when pies, tattoos, an easygoing attitude clash with her pencil skirts and rigid expectations. Those strict rules help her maintain a corporate appearance so no one catches on to the truth of what she is. A succubus secretly scheduling the feedings she needs to survive. Imagine her shock to find Pi on her doorstep offering their services. A Viren should refuse, but the need to feed is growing stronger, and once she gets a taste of him, she's not sure her hunger will, will be sated, 
by anything less than his body against hers. So it's a 14,000 word prequel novelette in the series. Um, and I enjoyed it. I really did. Uh, Pi is a death's head hawk moth fairy. That's a lot of words. Um, and Averin is a succubus. And I was like, I don't know. And it's a, you know, I wasn't sure. I was like, oh, but it was really, really well done. And the monster aspects of it weren't like too far out there where I'm like, oh, no, what is happening? I cannot handle this. No, it wasn't. It wasn't anything like that. It was I thought it was really, really well done. And I really, really enjoyed it. So I'm very curious. Uh, I believe the next in the series is, um, como se dice, what is it called? I was just looking at it. Skin. Uh, that's next. So I'm very curious to read that because I enjoyed Feed as much as I did. Uh, and these are both on Kindle Unlimited. So if you have Kindle Unlimited and you're interested, totally, totally do it. Um, But yeah, that's all I've really been up to reading-wise, guys. Because, you know, life gets crazy and you gotta work. Because no one's, like, accidentally or on purposely donated a few million dollars into any of my into any, you know, not my Venmo, not my cash app, not my whatever. So reading has been a little, a little bit like that. But like I said, I'm really looking forward to book five in the Elder Races book. Um, Nick. Uh, oh my God, I'm blanking on her name because I'm a terrible, terrible person. Terrible, terrible person. Um, you're all like, what in the world? Um... Oh my goodness, the brain, it is a gone. But she was talking about a book, and I was like, oh, that sounds awesome. So I too am going to look for it. Okay, Nick of Nick of the Books on Twitter, whose blog is The Infinite Limits of Love. Ugh, there we go. I swear, sometimes I wonder what's happened to my brain. Anyways, she tweeted earlier yesterday. I believe, or earlier today, that she's reading Meredith Duran. I've never read Meredith Duran, and uh, I was like, well, if Nick is reading, I should also. So she is reading, um, what is it called? Duke of Shadows. And then the library had it for me to borrow. So I think I'm going to read Duke of Shadows because... I mean, she has exquisite taste, and so if she has exquisite taste and she is enjoying the books, and it stands to reason that I will enjoy the book because she has exquisite taste. Um, so I'm very, very excited about that. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much it that I've got book-wise for y'all this week. I think so. I'm like, is there anything else I need 
there to talk about in terms of romance. No, like I said, didn't do a crazy ton of reading. Um, but I can't wait to read some more. And yeah, I think that's it. I think uh, gratitude, attitude, latitude, whatever I call it. Next. And uh, a, a, a brief a brief pause here, a brief break. And then I'll be right back. All right? Yeah. Sounds like a plan, friends. Okay, it's time for gratitude, attitude, or latitude. Whichever one you prefer. Um, anyway, this week, what am I grateful for? So, um, I was able to find a flight to Toronto, Canada to see my parents, um, for September. And I'm really, really excited. It wasn't like absolutely batshit insane because some of these flight prices, um, and because I'm fully vaxxed, I'll be able to go and see them without having to quarantine for 14 days. Um, of course, thanks to the the madness that is happening, I'll be you know I'll be masked up, but I will be able to see them, and I'm over the the moon um, to be able to do that. Um, the second thing that I'm like, oh my god, what, what, what? So I have an Apple Watch, and you know, like not the first generation, maybe the second or the third. I don't know. One of the earlier ones. And this year, I was like, I'm going to try my best to hit my monthly goal every month. And so far, I've hit my monthly goal for every month from January through July. So that's seven months with seven goals. And I have actually hit them. Uh, so I'm working hard. Uh, well, I mean, as hard as the lazy person can work, but whatever to hit August goal and continue on so forth so that at the end of 2021 I can be like I did all of them I'm very excited about that and then it so I'm always on the hunt for body butters lotions stuff like that um because I I do I do shower I do bathe uh, daily sometimes more than once a day um, and then when I'm out of said shower, uh, I do things like lotion. Um, some of you might have seen that two celebrities who decided to share with everyone that they were dirty and that their kids were dirty and they just, you know, didn't bathe all the time. I don't know why people share this. I don't know why people unprompted share this. No one asked. No one wants to know that you're literally filthy. By choice, because they're they're not homeless. The 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 celebrity couple, I'm not saying their names, but the celebrity couple has money, so has no reason to be dirty other than to choosing. Um, so I don't do that. No, no, no. I bathe um, quite often, and I am always on the hunt for lotions and body butters that are really really good, and not just like weird watery shit or stuff that like doesn't spread nicely anyway there's this brand that i found at le marshall's a few years ago called the scottish fine soups company and they have an ole um scent ole means uh, you know 
of milk, with milk, of milk, whatever. And so I found a rose. So a milk and rose, a lit, lit and rose uh, one body butter. And so I saw one and I was like, oh, there's two. I'm taking both. Um, because that's a, it's dumb to only take one when you can find both. And it is so nice and creamy and smooth. And, oh, I love it. I love it. I know that there are people who like make their own body butters, right? They like whip their own shea butter and add essential oils. I'm just not that cool. I'm sorry. I'm not that crafty. I don't want to. Um, so what I do is I troll Marshalls looking for really great products at lower price points um and sometimes sometimes the marshals is like sorry girl other people beat you to everything but sometimes but sometimes i go up in there i go up in them joints and i find i find just the the things i didn't even know i was looking for and they bring me such peace and such joy so it's been really nice um, I've been using it like the past couple of days and it's just, it feels really great. It rubs in, you know, it absorbs. I was going to be like, it dissolves, it absorbs really nicely into the skin. My skin feels so nice and smooth because again, I exfoliate because I bathe uh, on a daily. Um, and many of you listening are probably like me too. And I'm so glad that we are all part of the bathe daily brigade, right? Um, because the idea, especially in the summertime, not doing that and that was weird because after you know this celebrity couple shared information no one asked them for people of course were creating twitter threads and there was a woman who said that she used to be a nanny for a family who like they never bathed the baby and at one point the baby had developed mold in the folds of its skin from like the milk and i was the horror the horror how 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 do you let that happen to a child to an infant, to a newborn, is so, so atrocious. So I'm just so grateful that um, my parents never allowed enough milk to collect on my person, that it turned into mold, that I was shown um, how to bathe, and that I have kept the practice up, and that Marshalls is able to provide me with some really fantastic products at some really great prices. Um, yes, you gotta go and comb through and da da da. That can be annoying, but sometimes the gems that you find are just the top tier, my friends, the top tier. And so, if you want a top tier, um, when you don't necessarily have the budget for top tier, Marshalls, DJ Maxx. Um, if you're in Canada, winners, all wonderful places where you can strike a gold. And by strike gold, I don't mean like find weird crevices of dirt um, amongst uh, the parts of your body because you are a filthy animal. Um, so, yeah, those those are the three things that I'm grateful for. Um, the more I think about it, just the idea knowing that I grew up in a place and in a space where I was encouraged to be daily. I blessed be the powers that are on high that allowed for me to grow up in that kind of an environment because I think it would be really, really just awful um, to be, you know, a fully grown adult and not know, ooh, oh, <gasps> 
sorry, that gasp and that ooh is because at one point when I worked at a retail store that I will not name, um, a seasonal employee who had moved to New York City from the Miami area was it was winter time so when i say seasonal i mean christmas time seasonal right so it's winter time in new york and this young man because he was younger than i am so clearly um a young man was talking about how itchy he was and i was like oh no like are you having an allergic reaction to your lotion baby or body wash and he was like lotion like confused i was like yeah yeah lotion he was like no i don't and i was like what what and he was kind of like girl like what is lotion and i was like sir uh do you not have hair on your balls what do you mean you don't know what lotion is and so i had to explain to him what lotion was and how it worked and he was kind of like yeah in miami since it's so humid and i was like that's not really an excuse or a reason for you not to know what this is but like here in the northeast you have like what you're gonna spend winter time not lotioning when um he happened to be from the Caucasus Mountains, aka uh, quite, quite clear. Uh, sorry, you needed lotion. Um, so I had like a random, not a random. I bought like a big ass, those big ass Luberdorm, Luber, Luberdorm, Luberdorm bottles to have at my desk, just so that I would never be without lotion. Um, and I was like, you know what? I can sacrifice this because clearly he needed it more than I. And like a day or two later, he was just like, my skin feels so much better. I'm not scratching. And I was like, yeah, because you were, your skin was dry. Like, <laughs> and he was like, I, I didn't know. And this young man was 27 at the time. And I was just like, <sighs> 27 years old, didn't know about lotion so i am forever eternally grateful that that is not my reality because no (laughs) absolutely not um i tell you so i think that's all i have for you guys this week um i didn't like want to you know spoil the other races i mean they're not new books but they are new to me um and so they could also be new to you and i definitely will be letting you guys know about the Meredith Duran book that I'm reading because uh Nick of the Exquisite Taste is reading um and I'll let you guys know how it goes it's called Duke of Shadows it's a historical in case you're like it's not a historical it's not a paranormal um so it could be like really really freaking awesome or I might be like oh no it wasn't for me because sometimes that happens right um so i will keep you guys posted and hopefully i can get book five of elder races real real quick um hopefully the people who have it uh who currently have it out from the library return it in the next uh, 16 hours <laughs> um who knows but one can help so thank you guys for tuning in for listening um this was a nice little like refresher of an episode a shorter one because i kind of i kind of i kind of talked a lot last time um oh and guys i am a hundred percent gonna be rereading guilt hunter in preparation for archangel's light so there may be um just like a brief little like moment 
about the series later in the next like month or two because I, I'm I'm probably gonna gonna do that because ugh, cannot wait um but yes that is everything thank you guys so much for listening let me know like what series you're currently reading that you're like really really into and if you're not a series reader if you're just like oh girl no I just do standalones all day every day well you know share some of your fave standalones um because standalones sometimes just they hit the sport right they hit the sport um So once again, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And I can't wait to talk to you guys next week. All right, bye.